you've basically trained yourself to handle that suffering. And that's why you keep repeating that pattern. What in the 20s is going in the on the 20s? Yes, the 20s, the 20s what baby. In the 20s. What in the 20s is going on? This is the 20s. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Zamam Kize, and this is What's in the Twenties, a podcast where you listen to me grow through it, baby. And I am so grateful that you decided to give me your time, your effort, your energy today in this moment. I love what I do, and I love that I got people to share it with, so I really appreciate that. Thank you. Today, I'm going to speak about (laughs) how addictive it is to be stuck in our triggers, and traumas and pain and suffering, how addictive suffering is. And we might not even realize it, we might not even know it, but it's so difficult breaking those patterns and cycles if you haven't tapped into why you're attached to it. If you haven't, I mean, it's it's one thing to be aware that like, ah, this is not good for me. This is not right. But it's another thing to understand why it's not good for you and what you can do to break that, as I said, attachment to it. It's really difficult. I feel like it sounds so simple. When you realize something's bad for you, walk away, right? That's what we tell people. Like, this isn't good. This is toxic. Walk away from that situation. Walk away from that person. Walk away from that job. Walk away from that environment. Do not put yourself in spaces like that. But it's, it's not that simple. It's not that simple when it has become something you've been used to, when it becomes something that you strive towards in terms of that validation. It's not simple just telling yourself, remove yourself from this because you find yourself missing it. You find yourself missing that that trigger. And I'm going to explain it because it's wild. It's absolutely bizarre. <laughs> it's absolutely bizarre. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unpack all of that, all right? So what we do the moment we forgive a situation or move, reconcile with the situation and all of that is, okay, now we've been hurt and we tell ourselves it's fine we're good, let's look past it and let me continue in this walk with you or with this situation. Like, it's fine, it hurts me, but let me keep going, okay? And when you make that decision, let me just keep going. Like, let's forgive this and let's just forget it even happened. You start training your mind to adapt to that pain. You start training yourself to be able to absorb that pain and suffering. And now that you've survived it, you have evidence, proof, that you can actually survive this. (laughs) You can actually live through this pain. You literally have now created a portfolio for yourself that like, you know when people say stuff like, oh, I've gone through worse or whatever, like I can handle this, I can do, you know, you're now toughening your skin to the point of i don't want to say to the point of no return but it feels like that's where we're going baby (laughs) maybe it feels like we're trying to like make our hearts steal 
to be able to handle anything and everything life throws at us. Because people like to tell us, just be strong. You got to be strong. You got to be strong. Why? (laughs) Why do I have to be strong when the situation was just not good, you know? And instead of putting up a boundary and saying, I'm walking away from this. I'm not dealing with this. This is not what I want for me. We've now built that strength and that stamina and endurance to handle it. And why I say it becomes addictive, it because it's because now you make it so familiar. It's a feeling that becomes familiar with you. And excuse me, when you're experiencing passion, I'm going to use the word passion deliberately because people like to people like to say that a lot. And I don't think they're really understanding what they're meaning. And I feel like it's very difficult to dissociate the difference between passion and anxiety. And why I say that is I'm going to take being in a toxic relationship with someone. People like to describe it as we're very passionate with each other. And so when things are good, things are great. When things are bad, things are terrible type of a situation. But what's going on is that your body is releasing cortisol, which is a stress hormone. And so what you're understanding as passion and mistaking for excitement is actually anxiety and stress. You are stressed out. (laughs) This person has you all the way messed up. This person has you anxious. You're overthinking. You are spiraling. You are going back and forth. You almost can't even breathe. You can't think straight. You can't think about anything else other than this person and what they're doing and how they treated you and what's going on and where they're at. And, you know, you're so consumed by this person and you think it's passion and you feel like your blood is just boiling. You can feel all these things and you think, oh my gosh, this must mean I care about this person so much. This must mean I care about this thing so much. This must mean this is so important to me. When you're actually so stressed out (laughs) and you think it's excitement, that nervous energy you're feeling, you think it's this sign that oh my goodness, this means so much and this is good. This is where I should be. This is the reason for living. Let me tell you something. Adrenaline is addictive. It's nice to be on that high. It is, it's, it's nice. (laughs) It's nice to be on that high. But I'm telling you when it crashes, that crash is not good. When you come back to baseline and to neutral, everything kind of feels boring because you are now all your energy, everything that you were experiencing. Remember when you're releasing cortisol, when you're releasing stress, you're burning a lot of energy. So that's why you're able to run faster, run longer. You know, you have all this adrenaline, your heart's pumping, you can keep going. And so when you come back down to like calm and center, things feel boring. Things feel mm, too quiet. And you miss that high. You miss that rush. You miss that feeling of your blood boiling. And that's why like very often people express that like when you meet the right person for you in a healthy relationship coming from a toxic situation, it feel you you say stuff like this person's boring or I'm not feeling that spark or I'm not like there's something missing when you're actually just fine. This person makes you feel secure in who you are. And that's the issue is that you don't want to deal with that. You want someone who just makes you stressed all the damn time. You want to be around that energy that makes you questioning 
Are you doing enough? Are you giving enough? Are you adequate? Are you this? Are you that? You know, you want that rush because the crash feels so low. The crash feels so low when it's actually your neutral. And we don't know how to operate on our neutral anymore. We live in a, a time where we're overstimulated. And by that, it's like, People always have their AirPods in all the time, their headphones in. We're listening to music, we're listening to podcasts, or we're watching YouTube, or we are on TikTok, or we're on Instagram. Like, we're constantly wanting to be stimulated with our devices, with whatever we're watching on TV, with the spaces and the environments that we occupy. Like, we can't just exist purely in a space. It's not enough. It's just not enough to get you pumping and all of that. And so you want to be you want to be on that drug consistently all the time. You want to be pumping that energy all the time. And it can get dark. It can get really dark because it's so hard detaching from that high. That's why you become addicted to drugs. Because life feels so miserable when you're not high. When you're so used to being up there. And that's the thing about attaching to toxic situations is I think a lot of people find it a lot more difficult to get out of it because life doesn't feel as exciting outside of that pattern and that habit. Life doesn't feel as worth it and it almost makes you feel like you will never attain something as special like that ever again. You will never attain someone to love you the way that, that you think that that person loved you. But Guys, we have to be very honest with ourselves. Abuse and love cannot coexist. Pain and love cannot coexist. Lying and love cannot coexist. There's just so many things that I, we misconstrue as someone trying to protect us, someone trying to show us ca- intensive care and all of that. But it comes out so wrong. And it, we delude ourselves into accepting that. And like I said earlier, because we've, we now have proof that we've survived it the last time this person lied to us, the last time this person cheated on us, the last time this person betrayed us, the last time this person decided not to text you for a couple of days, this, the person decided to ghost you, this person decided to this, that. When another person does it, or when the same person does it, it doesn't hurt as much. It hurts, of course, because it's not a nice feeling, but we tell ourselves we can handle it. Sometimes we even think that we can out-hurt them. We try to one-up them, and we think it's like a tit-for-tat situation. Now we're both playing this really stupid game where you always end up losing. That's the ironic part. How do you keep losing this game you keep participating in? This game that you keep endorsing and enabling and giving your consent to? Why? <laughs> Why? And you would think you'd get so much better at it by now. You would think that you'd, be, you'd become a pro at being able to handle these situations and walk away from it and stuff. But you actually have just, oof, I'm going to say something really dark, but you've become a slave to your traumas or you've become a slave to this pain. And the reason I say you've become a slave to it is because you allow it to rule you in situations that you don't need it to. You allow it to consume you and to take power over you, even in friendships, man. Some of you are stuck in really unfulfilling friendships constantly and you're staying in it and you're carrying this burden and it's it's not 
great <laughs> it's not great and you don't know how to leave it and then you end up also becoming the toxic friend and it's just we're all just feeding into this energy and we're all just triggering triggering each other in the way that we desire and that's why we don't let go of each other even though we recognize like i don't want to do this i don't want to be a part of this i mean that's why you end up always texting that person you know that person you keep saying i'm not going to text i'm not going to call i'm not going to this and then you find yourself doing it anyways because you almost feel like you can't breathe you feel like you can't live (laughs) without them outside of them you don't know who you are outside of this situation and that's scary (laughs) it's also really really scary trying to live a life outside of this habit and this cycle because it will be a shock to your nervous system if you are a people pleaser and now you start having boundaries and you start saying things like no in the beginning you're feeling so much guilt you feel like you're a terrible person you feel like you're doing something wrong because it's a literal shock to your system that like what this is not how we operate and sometimes you fold sometimes you give in you're like you know what, I'm sorry, I was joking. I will do that for you. Or I'm sorry, I actually feel bad. Let me give you this last cash that I have or whatever. But the more you learn to put those boundaries in place and just trust the process. Trust the process. You need to understand that like you feeling these things is because a part of you is dying. A part of you you once knew and you're trying to shed is dying and that's why you will have all these responses of guilt and pain and all of that kind of stuff but you have to keep following that process you have to keep trusting your gut you have to keep going towards the light because you have to let that part die in order for this new version of you to thrive to come out to bloom and this version of you that you're desiring it can't coexist with that past you. <laughs> it can't. You have to sacrifice the one because you're going to compromise this version of you that you want for that old self just to end up back in that loop. And I need us to notice if we're caught in that pattern, in that loop of just contacting someone we shouldn't be contacting. Guys, it's also so oof. Have you noticed, say you're in a different situation, right? And then something in this new situation starts to feel off. Say you're in a new relationship and you have your first fight with this person and you become so tempted to contact somebody from your past. So tempted to contact somebody different, somebody, you know what I'm saying too? Because it's, like I said, rather the devil you know, because this right here, you're like, mm-mm, I'm not going to deal with this. <laughs> you go, mm-mm, mm-mm. You don't know how to deal with it. You don't know how to navigate it. You'd rather go back. I have a friend. (laughs) I actually have multiple friends, you know, who can attest to the story where you're just like in that brief moment when you're fighting with your current, you just go and confide in something in your past, in someone in your past, in a situation from the past to console you. And that's, again, a, a thing you are going to that is just... (laughs) enabling the cycle (laughs) because it feels so much safer relying on something that feels familiar it feels so much safer building a home in something you know than it is entering new territory where you have to figure things out 
with something where you have to break something else, where you have to say goodbye to something else, where you gotta close the door on something else, you know. And I get it, guys. I really do get it. But if we're committing ourselves to wanting to do better and be better and change and get out of this terrible habit, I urge you, when your system starts to shake, when you start to feel tremors in your body and all of that, keep going. You're doing something right. You're doing something right. It means you're heading in the direction of healing. You're heading and no one said healing is easy. No one said healing is nice. No one said healing <laughs> is simple and is linear and it's cut through. Like it's, it's just, it's a lot of struggling, a lot of sweating, a lot of breaking down walls, a lot of climbing over other walls. As they say, the top of one mountain is the bottom of another. So every time you think you're over one situation, there's another situation you got to get through and climb and get over and just trust that process. Get out of that loop. When you notice it, get out of it. Rather go through the... I'm thinking about people who like stop drugs. And then you have all those withdrawals. You're shimmering. Yeah, think of it like that. Exactly. That's an incredible example. So why didn't I start with this? Anyways, so when you take drugs like heroin, cocaine, all of that kind of stuff consistently, you become an addict. Now... That's basically what it feels like when you have a crush on someone, when you're in love with somebody, when you're addicted to something, when you, for lack of a better term, are sharing passion towards a situation, completely infatuated. You are besotted. You are on cocaine. It's equivalent to that, you know? And so you're high. You're basically on that high. You're on that high. You've been consistently on that high. Even when you're going through all these fights, these passionate fights, these passionate struggles, da 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 you're staying on that high. There's so much adrenaline. So much is just burning through your veins now we decide we're getting out of that situation we're not doing drugs anymore we are throwing them we're flushing them down the toilet okay cool what does your body decide to do you're sweating you got a fever you're shaking you're tremoring you're all of these stuff is happening and that is what's going on when you get out of the situation you start missing them you start missing their company you start missing the situation you start missing that struggle you start missing the arguments you start missing the fighting you start missing that fire you know all of that kind of stuff um for some people they go back and take the drugs again and what happens you just do it again and you do it again and do it again but the longer you just keep staying out of it and you keep going and you keep going eventually you come back to to regular state of being, to your neutral, to your balanced state, and you're good to go. You're ready and evolved into dealing with something healthy, something good for you, something that's actually going to nurture you. And that is what you deserve. Anyways, I hope that analogy kind of worked through. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of excited myself there. But as always, <laughs> sending my love. Goodbye. This is 20s.